Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast is sponsored by Jordan Dene. Jordan Dene has all kinds of geek chic apparel and accessories. Our designs are hand-lettered and inspired by our favorite characters and stories in pop culture. We have tank tops that can be worn with a skirt, under a blazer, to the gym, and as pajamas. Please check us out at jordandenae.com and all over the internet at NYC. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Dene, and I'm here with my friends Chris and Becca. We're in Connecticut right now. Hello. Wow, that was so professional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are friends from college. I went to college with Chris, and then Becca was his girlfriend (laughs) and now wife. Um, And they run a super cool photography business, but also are really big nerds. So that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Um, And actually, you guys have done some of the Jordan Dene photos, too. So that's true. We have. And been models, too. Yeah. (laughs) Done everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things we were talking about that I think is interesting and also is sort of a recurring theme of the podcast is that you guys are both really nerdy, but in different ways, but that's also fine because if you're like an adult, you can accept (laughs) that people can be nerdy and interested in the same things as you, but at different levels or interested in different things than you. And like, that's fine. That's a fine way to be. And I think you guys are proof of that, which is really cool. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think, you know, nerdy and geeky, even just the term has changed over time, but really kind of essentially at its core is like not being ashamed of the things you enjoy and kind of learning to wear them on on your sleeve. So when you're talking about, oh, do we need to both like the same things or not, it kind of is this obvious in the world of geekdom or nerddom uh, it seems so absurd to me that people do all this gatekeeping. Me too, Chris. <laughs> so I, it's everywhere, and I'm not like I'm not trying to pretend it doesn't exist because it does. But it's every time, it's shocking in that weird way of like, why are we still doing this? It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I'm sure you have to deal with it a lot more than you do, like, just in your business and everything. You're going to have to deal with that more than we do. We're just fans, so if that starts happening, we can be like, bye. <laughs> and the thing that's sad, I mean, that's something that, like, we were just talking about before we started recording, but something that happens a lot is sometimes people will love a thing, and then the fans will make them leave the group of people that like it because they're so intolerable to talk to. So, like you were saying, you'll just leave. (laughs) But that sucks to just leave something that you like because other people are being crazy. Yes, or I feel like you can't bring it up because either someone will be like, oh, you're a fan of that thing, so you're an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Or they will be an asshole who is a fan of that thing. Right, like, do you like this? Because mostly their fans I've met aren't great. So, like, maybe I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What are some things that that like has that happened to you that you were like oh the other fans aren't great so maybe I just won't talk to other fans (laughs) I feel like um 
honestly, I like hate to say this because it was my like first love of fandom, but like, and this isn't true of everyone, but a lot of Harry Potter fans have gotten kind of to that point of like, yeah. just like intensity that's like too much for me. Um, and this is like coming from someone. So like we've talked about this, Chris and I have planned like we used to have an annual Harry Potter Christmas party that had a different theme we'll every post year. Pictures so, like, too, because they were so much fun. <laughs> the photos are so great. So like yeah. we got pretty intense into it, and even some people for me are a little bit like, okay, I don't have to know like the entire genealogy of like yeah. the Black family tree to be a true fan. So that's one of the things that like is yeah got a yeah. little bit too much for me. And just because it'd be fun to listen to, I imagine. But like for some of our parties, we did uh, you know like we always did different locations. So one was in mm-hmm. the Slytherin dungeon. Oh, yeah. So we did everything. James we did one all in around. the Great Hall. You did a great haul. We did one at the Weasley House. And uh-huh. so we, you know, we we're going around and getting a ton of plants. We're getting a ton of knitted items from all around, like <laughs> just going to yard sales and really recreating the Weasley House and everything that we did. But I made Harry's snitch cake, the like golden round snitch cake. Yeah. Also, the invites for that one were yeah. like Molly Weasley's letter. You wrote yeah. So Basically I did, her letter, but with the actual details yeah, of your party. Yeah. Which was so awesome. for everyone, I did, like, actual paper invites to send, and that one, yeah, the post office must have thought I was an insane person, because <laughs> I was, was like, can I have 205 and one cent stamps, please? Yes, and it's really still like, on my fridge, so I can take a picture and post it, awesome. because I think I awesome. added a picture of it to my Tumblr specifically good. for this podcast <laughs> so that people can see it. It's so good. Yeah, you did, uh, Whack, the wax press sealed. Oh yeah, the Yule yeah. ball one. The Yule we ball. did a Yule ball, and that those were fancier, a lot fancier yeah. than the Weasley. Ones. And for like the Slytherin, we did like a potion station, which was all the drinks, and we had like I classes and courses, that. and yeah, and yeah. like re relabeled with your graphic design background. We yeah. relabeled all of the alcohol, so it was different That's things. Right. Book, yeah. Yeah, Chris and Becca throw the best themed parties in case you can't tell from this. We get, like, when we're both into something, we take it really far. Yeah. (laughs) And we're also, at our apartment, we have a whole shelf dedicated to all things Harry Potter. Some are remnants from our parties, I think. Yeah. It's beautiful, though. The Goblet of Fire up there. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, with that, but I think something that's geeky, nerdy, and ultimately entertainment is about enjoying it and you can have a sense of community over people enjoying the same thing and being like hey you know in third grade you know for me and us like that was the age when they were coming out it's like oh my gosh I had these things and I held on to and when I was in seventh grade I switched schools and all of a sudden like uh, went from being this nobody to actually being cool when high school hit. And, like, I know that's, like, not the yeah. most relatable thing, talking about liking high school. But <laughs> <laughs> basically kind nope, of being... not Chris, relatable. Chris was way more popular than me in high school. We went and to middle and high school together. Me, and I he wasn't was, even at your school, but you but, were definitely more popular than yeah. me. <laughs> but, like, okay, we also went to a school with, like, 30 people in it. So yeah. it's not, like, the same. Yeah. But Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut that out, Dan. Cut that <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, basically, you know, everything like, you know, like kind of talking about like, oh my gosh, uh, relating to different parts of the book with different people and enjoying that. And is this shared sense of community and when people are being exclusive about it. And a lot of times you find people being this very competitive, like, oh you know, I God, know more yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, 
you know, if you're not, in, if you're studying it like a test to prove you know it more, are you really enjoying it more? Are you actually processing and taking away the lessons that yeah. are in the book? And probably not if you're trying to be exclusionary because that's like a theme of the Harry yep. Potter books <laughs> is to not yeah. be exclusive. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what do I know? No, but that's true. Like you guys were saying, you both love Harry Potter, but you, even in that, you like different parts of it differently. Mm -hmm. Like... You love dressing up. Yes. And I like dressing up a lot. And making and like making all of the things for our parties and doing research in the books to figure out like what's gonna look the coolest and stuff like that was always super fun. Yeah. yeah. And like you play along, but that's not like your thing right. you would do. So usually I'm more of like not necessarily a costume, but more of like the ideas person. So like it was your idea for the potion stations. Right. But then I read the books and was like, okay, what <laughs> are the actual at all things? The titles yes, and and I made it happen, yeah. Uh, well, so, like, I would sit there and I would sift through, like, okay, here are the different, like, what would make sense to be a potion? So it's like, oh, truth, the truth-telling yeah. serum. That's, you know, related to alcohol. So how do I reverse engineer, like, what? And so, it, I don't know, it's... Then I come up with these vague ideas, and then I throw them at Becca, <laughs> who starts them out and makes them magically happen, which is like our entire life and our entire, yeah. is like definitely. Personal the, life and our business relationship <laughs> is, is the same. I just sit back and come up with cool ideas, and then like whatever Becca likes and sticks is what actually ends up happening and coming to life. So. That's great, though, because I feel like a lot of people think that being the same or being very similar is easier, but sometimes what makes a better partnership is actually having two different, as long as you like work together, having two different things to bring to the table is actually better mm -hmm. than both being exactly the same because then like yep. you're just doing the same thing and that's like not that interesting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The problem is when Chris is really into something and I'm really not, like, I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. Like That's just not going to happen. Are there like nerdy things that you love that you don't, even care about yeah. even a little yeah. bit yeah. yeah and there are any and things all that things I'll like video games pretty much yeah well I like humor video games like okay. I will still play them but there's a very specific kind of video game that I like and he knows so he's like hey I found this one where you basically run around as a giant <laughs> monster and like smash things and can just do cool stuff and I'm like yeah that's exactly what I want that, right. like anything else is just stressful and I don't want to do it because when I was a kid like I didn't have video games when I was a kid like I lived in the middle of the woods and had only books and no yep. TV or music or video games so books are were just everything yeah so and Chris did video game stuff when he was a kid all the time so that's that's probably the biggest one where we're just like I just don't care that's cool though, <laughs> like there are some so if you like really want to play a game together you know the one type you can play together <laughs> right. you guys can also do drunk driving which is my favorite game that you introduced <laughs> me to <laughs> that yeah. sounds so bad you introduced me to drunk driving I'm so uh, grateful for that. Explain how this works because it's the best drinking so, video game ever. Whether you, if you have a driving game, sometimes it's Mario Kart, sometimes it could be anything else. Uh, but basically, it should be Mario Kart. That's yeah, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you ha have like let's say a beer and you run a race of Mario Kart, you basically have to finish one or two, depending on the rules you're playing with, <laughs> beers. And finish the race of Mario Kart, and whoever is done with both wins. So there's a bunch of different strategies. You can try and chug the beer all at once and then just start driving. 
you can drive and then anytime you have a straightaway, try and drink as much of the beer as you can while just you know driving with one hand. Or you can try and drive all the way to the end and chug the beer as fast as you can at the end or some you know balance of those three. Yep. And so you kind of get some Chugging doing... the beer at the end is the right way. <laughs> Which I say just because I'm so bad at video games that yeah, if I do it first, I way. will lose a lot. <laughs> so you're welcome, everyone. It's the most yep. fun game you and could ever play. again... <laughs> But then again, if you do it the other way, it's like, oh, but if you're in first place in the racing game, you're punished, right? Because yeah. blue shells, different things like that are more likely to hit you. So, Ew. but if you go first, then all of a sudden you might have that extra beer. And then in the second half of the race, you're like, oh, I missed, ran into that wall. That maybe I wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. more sober. Yeah. So it's, uh, you can avoid chugging different. a beer that way if someone else has clearly beaten you. Right. Which that's is true. Too. Also <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. As we've had, friends say so we play this like tournament style yeah <laughs> uh, with like a group of people so we've had plenty of people be like I won but I actually <laughs> lost but what <laughs> did I, I win though <laughs> so, right um, yeah the problem yeah. the problem was I was trying to not drink beer because it was kind of upsetting my stomach and we were like okay so instead I was drinking liquor well yeah I was trying to match to be fair you, to the amount of Liquid people had to drink. Exactly. (laughs) So I won and lost. It was fine. Yeah. So we like to come up with games that go along with our parties and are like themed. Did you come to our Yule Ball Harry Potter party? I think party? so. Because I think that was one of the best games. Yeah. The one with the scuba mask. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So yeah, talking about like random ideas and then Becca making it happen. (laughs) Uh, If you don't remember the the book, basically there's a certain challenge in the Triwizard Cup where they have to go underwater, rescue a person Mm -hmm. that they love and bring them back to safety. So we basically had this long hallway in our apartment complex that we made people wear big goggles and giant, <laughs> like extra sized yep. flippers, we went to, like, like a scuba flippers. And so then people would run down the hall, pick up a teammate, and run them back, piggybacking <laughs> or whatever it would, and just, you know. While go. wearing the flippers. So yeah. it was the most ridiculous exactly. thing I've ever seen. So sometimes people were like spring on it, sometimes people were trying to run backwards. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it was a mess, but it was a. Uh, yeah, that was like one of those examples where I'm like, this would be a good idea. And Becca's like, I'll go to the used sporting goods store. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I will actually plan out how to yeah. do this. <laughs> we want to take a quick break to thank this episode sponsor, Bombsheller. Suit up in superhero level spandex. I love Bombsheller and wear their leggings all the time. And Liz is about to put on her first pair, which is super exciting. And I guess now is the time. So I'm pulling them out of their package. I got Doctor Who leggings. A of all, they are basically the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. They have a TARDIS on them, on each leg. Um, And I'm putting them on now. Hey, guys. These are... The softest leggings I've ever <laughs> put yeah, on are. my body. And I'm also, like, pretty hippie. 
And they are like conforming to my curves in a way that I definitely agree with. Which is perfect. They actually come in sizes extra small through 6X. So that is like one of the biggest size ranges I've ever seen for leggings. So Bombshellers leggings are four-way stretch, moisture wicking, SPF 50 plus, and they are super comfortable. They're also made in the USA. That's amazing. Also, um, if you guys want a pair of your own, you can use the code sartorialgeek at bombshiller.com to get your first pair for 10% off. <laughs> well, and talking about games, like video games is one, but board games, like we're sitting in your apartment, there's a huge shelf of board games. <laughs> and you were saying you guys obviously play together because that's yeah. how you play. You need people, but you have different, either different favorite games or you like games for different reasons. Yeah. But you clearly you know, made it work because you can't play by yourself. So yeah. you figure out how to yeah. share. And we like to host like board game days here where we invite a bunch of friends over. And a lot of times Chris will be running one game while I run another. Oh, um, that's awesome. Because a lot of them are like five, four to six players. Yeah. And if we have like 12 people over, we have to do two games at once. So um, some of them are more intense than others and take more hours, so we try to like coordinate and match up which games we're playing. <laughs> yeah, and I think it honestly, our start of love of board games just started with uh, twofold. But one, we were just kind of getting bored of TV, and we we're like, yeah. why can't we find any good TV shows? And then we were watching things where it was like almost like. I feel like I would like this TV show, but I don't even feel like really watching it. And I was like, oh, just because uh, you can't watch four hours of TV, do four hours of something every day for your entire life and be like, have it still be fresh and interesting. So, and it's so passive, too. Yeah. Like, watching yeah. is just watching. You need that yeah. sometimes, but it's not yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. always exciting. Like, part of the bad thing about running a business together is that sometimes it's all we want to talk about. So yeah. we have to settle, like, okay, it's 9 p.m., so maybe don't talk about work right. for the rest of the night. <laughs> right. And if we're watching TV and, like, you know, I get a work email, I might be like, oh, I'm going to take care of this. But if we actually, like, take the time to play a game together, yeah. then we're, like, in Involved in that and actually spending and not checking your phone because yeah. you're too busy. Yeah. Yeah, and so with that, it was like my brother had always liked board games before me. He had actually found like the tabletop YouTube channel oh, with Will Wheaton. Yeah, and watched exactly. some of those, and had been telling me about it. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, and then eventually, <laughs> I started. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so when I finally watched a few on my own, I was like, oh, this is great. And so eventually, we just whether it was bought a few or he bought well, a few. Well, this is one of those things where Chris was like. Chris is always the do research person and yeah. take action person. So, like, he was watching all of these YouTube episodes of great games. And then we were we were traveling, so we, like, just were forced, like, close quarters. Yep. And I watched some of them with him, and I was like, well, we should just, just buy, buy some. <laughs> and we did. We bought, like, three or four, and then when we got home, they were all waiting for us. <laughs> I think that's, that's how, how our collection People who are different from you sometimes. Yes. You found all the great ideas, and you were like, let's just buy them all yeah. right And, like, some of them now we have expansion packs for where it was, like, Chris was like, I can't decide which one of these to buy. And I was like, clearly buy all of them. <laughs> like, there's only and one it was answer. the right choice. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, obviously it can get expensive if you're thinking perspective of like, oh, these games. But honestly, there's very few things where you get more enjoyment per dollar, like, and use. Like, you're it, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. How many yeah. times have you paid $10 
or twelve, fifteen dollars to see a movie that's two Once. hours long. Yep. And then you go and like you buy a sixty dollar board game and then just you know, like in multiple uses, it not only a ton of enjoyment, but yeah. then you can keep using, you reuse it, mm-hmm. it's a ton of fun. And it's like sometimes people have hobbies of like having a classic car, you know, like or yeah. having multiple classic cars and working on them. That one purchase in the world of having a hobby of classic car will an entire lifetime afford you. Right, you know totally. what I mean? Like wipe out. You buy yeah. one car for even just a couple thousand dollars that you're going to refurbish. And you're like, hey, I can buy this entire shelf of board games and still have <laughs> yeah. several more shelves to go. And yeah. even in the realm of movies, like if you want to go, if you're like a couple and you want to go to the movies with another couple, that's $60. Or you can buy one game and play it all night and every weekend for the rest of your yeah. life. And it's always different and fun. Yeah. And Absolutely. it's always fun playing with different people because we have yeah. different groups that like different things. And then we get to experience it with new people. Um, so, and we're definitely people that really like sharing the things we're super excited about. So it's always fun for us when we have a new game and we can kind of get everybody into it. So, and board games are cool like that. Cause like, you don't, sometimes you can't play with two people. So like you literally need more friends to play with. And yep. <laughs> unless you have friends that are your board game friends, like I own a lot of games and I forget about them a lot and just like, don't think about it but they're super fun so just keeping that like at the top of mind or planning days to play is awesome luckily a lot of our friends are also pretty good just because we're talking about it so much do you guys have favorites to recommend absolutely i mean we have so many because they're so different and it's for people it's much easier to recommend if you know something about yeah true however basic like fun factor though i feel like Cosmic Encounters. It's like, a great safe so game that is like very simple conceptually, but has a lot of like game breaking character aliens that you play as that just completely <laughs> turn the game on its head, feel impactful, feel interesting. It's not overly competitive that it's so, it can be silly, but it's still yeah. social enough that, that it highlights why board games are better than you know, like just watching a movie that you're interacting yeah. constantly, but it's still Yeah. We have a most lot. of the expansions just because it's one of our favorite ones. But basically like you have your planets, you have your alien ships, and you're trying to take everyone else's planets. <laughs> um, I've never heard of this. This sounds awesome. It's really great. <laughs> um and then you get like a an alien race basically to be and you can take certain actions that other people can't and those are the game breaking things. Cool. Um, and the thing really is, like, if your so. aliens so much more powerful than everyone else, the game balances itself because then no one else in the group wants to co- cooperate or help you because you're everyone like, oh. will gang up on you and you'll probably lose anyway. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, and you know, there's different mechanics that are like sometimes people don't like feeling like when there's it's comp- competitive and it's like yeah, it's like oh, you don't need it's like you flip over and then you're like okay, now I'm battling with this person, so you don't you're not like choosing like I know for my mom and other certain people <laughs> yeah like, people do, sometimes they're like oh like i don't want to have to feel guilty for you know who i'm attacking or why or where or depending on so like my husband joey is super competitive so he <laughs> won't stop playing until he hasn't lost so if you're playing a three-hour game and he can <laughs> lose you could be signing up for like a 20-hour stretch of playing because yeah. he won't let you quit until he wins at least yeah. once and so the- games that are like yeah. <laughs> And Small World's a great segue game because it really probably takes 
an hour to play once if everyone kind of understands how it works. Cosmic Encounter? Yeah, sorry. Is it Small World? Oh, sorry. I was looking (laughs) over and read Small World, which is right next to it. Is that a different game? Yeah, it's also good, but I would say Cosmic Encounter is like 60 minutes, 90 minutes with explaining the first time around, and like kind of can go from there. Um, Some great party games that are more like, you know, Mm. your classics, but uh, Monikers is like a bit, is like a better version of charades almost, and you can kind of have different variations, and it's everyone acting silly and having fun. Um, Highly inappropriate cards. (laughs) We like tried playing some with like my family and Thanksgiving and got like Octopussy was one of the cards. I was like, oh no. Never mind. It's it's several steps below like Cards Against Humanity or anything like that, but they're still like like, almost family friendly, but not not quite. quite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Where it's just like, oh, this card says virgin, and you're like, I don't want to do this. But if you're playing with family, you also get the chance to decide which cards go in which don't so you can pick through okay. and so in the moment you can be like oh this is a group of friends that's going to be a great one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another great party game is Coup C-O-U-P it's a quick card game it's like deduction it kind of reminds me a little bit of like if you ever played Mafia where like some people are yeah. in it's like, so it's like a little bit of like you're kind of almost bluffing a little bit you're trying to so if you don't like lying this one's not yeah. for you we have some friends that are like I don't want to have to lie <laughs> <laughs> And then an always classic party game is Code Names, which is basically, it's like a word game where you're trying to give clues as spies, and it's going to sound a lot less fun than it is, <laughs> but basically it's too hard, you can just, you know, they, they do it on tabletop, and they do it uh, plenty of other board game places, it's kind of a staple, yeah. so that's a great one to start with also, yeah, for just a p- simple party game to get into. And we, the first thing I noticed is you have a game that has little pieces that you painted. But that's like a funny <laughs> thing that you were saying that when you like different parts of games, like you liked painting all the pieces. Yeah. And so Chris liked playing it more than his different favorites. Zombie Side, which, and we have the Black Plague version. Like there are different versions, and these ones are all like dressed up in medieval yeah. garb. Um, which is really great, and that one's much more like you're these characters that have these badass abilities, and you have to go in and like fight zombies. So there are like a hundred zombie pieces that we're working on painting <laughs> right now. Yeah. That sounds so, so fun. Though. That was a That's gift. Right that was life. a gift that Chris gave me for Christmas. Was like a painting set to go through and paint them. So that was something I like nerded out on a lot and watched a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> and like picked different colors to get. I went into our like local board game place to buy paints, and everyone was like, "What is this chick doing in here? Like, you don't belong here." Um, but so, you do. So I'm glad. I was like, I need this. Green really specific paint that looks exactly like blood. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> um, so And they had it, right? Oh, they yep. definitely did. They had it in multiple shapes, which is great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's one of the ones where we're And it's on. a great thing I would recommend for people to do, like, passively. Like, I'm a very kind of fidgety, like, doing something with my hands as I do things. And so, you know, whether we have a show we've seen on before, which is basically Parks and Rec or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, it's like a big one, where it's like, have that on Mm -hmm. so you can kind of pay attention to that and then paint, uh, you know, in one hand, look up at the show you've kind of already seen before in another. And that's such a good de-stressor when it's like a fun craft project that you don't have to think about too much, but you get 
a really cool product at the end. That's like my favorite <laughs> yep. thing. Chris definitely thinks about it harder than I do. He's like way more of a perfectionist, making sure every color is perfect. And I'm like, I, if I mess it up, I'll it's just fine. paint blood over right. it. It'll be okay. Which is a strategy that works with zombies. <laughs> yes, so it absolutely does. Yeah, it's been fine so far. <laughs> and then another thing we were talking about before, too, is that you guys both love reading, but you also, sometimes you love the same things, and sometimes you love different things, and sometimes you like reading in different ways. Do you guys read the same book at the same time a lot, or...? A lot of the time, one of us will read one and then be like, you have to read this, or like, you might like this. We're usually pretty good judges of, like, whether the other person will like it or not. So there have been books that, like, I know that Chris will like, or vice versa, where we'll spend months being like, you have to read this one next, but the other person is in the middle of a series, and we're like, I have more important things happening right now. Right, (laughs) right. I'm doing something else. Don't make me sound. Yeah, yeah. So that is definitely one of those things. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Their cat just leapt out of nowhere and attacked by his arm. She's like really upset that she's not the center of attention right now, so. Sorry, cat. Yeah. She's so mad. Yeah, so I think, you know, with when it comes to books, uh, we both like to experience them a little bit differently. Becca mm-hmm. likes to read them, and I usually can't bring myself to just stop and not do anything but read a book, so I'm usually, <laughs> whether it's washing the dishes and listening to an audiobook, things like that, so we have that you know, the whatever, the platinum audible, like, account where you're yeah, just getting yeah. all the, That was a very maximum. successful Christmas gift that I nice gave work for, like, nice three years work. ago that I'm still very proud of. <laughs> yeah. So getting all those credits, uh, but basically just continually having things to listen to has been, you know, uh, it's nice for me because then it's like, oh, whenever you're driving somewhere or whatever it is or going to bed and falling asleep, I, like you know, doing chores or errands and listening at the same time. And Becca would rather kind of have a hard copy and sit down. But I also just like physical books. Yeah. Especially just having like gone to school for art. I will impulse buy books based on covers and then I like to actually physically have them. And even if I listen to a book that I really like, then I want to buy it so I can have it. So I can reread it. I've heard I that a lot. a lot. Like, sometimes people hear an audiobook for the first time, and they're like, I love this so much, I want to buy it, and then yes. read it, <laughs> and put it on my shelf. Yeah, so I've that's definitely cool. done that. And then, like, also, you can tell, because you're in here, our apartment is red and black, so yep. anytime there's, like, a really cool-looking red and black <laughs> book, I instantly buy it, which, like, 99% of the time has worked out, and the yeah. books have been really great. That's awesome. <laughs> and then your shelves look cool, so yeah, yeah it's that's a good strategy. Matching, so <laughs> that's awesome. Are there any other like big things that you guys like different? Oh, you were you were saying anime, kind of. Yes, Chris got me into it. That was the thing that was like his thing first for sure. Um, yeah. When we were in college, I we were grew long up, distance. You know whatever being like eight years old and there was nothing cooler than like Dragon Ball Z and Roni Kenshin and all those shows when now I look back and a lot of those were not even very good. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Yeah. They were super cool. (laughs) Yeah, they were super cool to eight year old me. Yep. 
And so then, whatever it was, you know, I think it was after watching some of them, Becca just likes to binge watch shows, and I was like, yeah. you know what, maybe you would like, not Dragon Ball Z, not this other stuff, but if you started with Naruto, I think you would like that one. Yeah. There were just like hundreds of episodes, so he was like, if you're bored, you should watch these, and then I did, like, way too fast. Like, I watched <laughs> so many of them so fast. Um, and then there was like, a hundred episodes of filler in between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden and I just watched all of them which was not worth it um but yeah and then we started getting more into that together and finding good ones to watch together and stuff um so you like the like, same ones now or we still like ones? pretty much always like the same ones I feel like some like we like the same ones but we I might like certain ones more and Chris might like cool. certain yeah. ones more um, yeah. but I also am very, like, particular about animation style, so there have been yeah. some ones that Chris convinced me to watch that I was like, I never would have watched this because the animation is just, like, so not cool looking to me, right. like, and that is a big thing for me, so... That's definitely one of the ones. That's me with comics sure. sometimes where I, like, look at the cover or open a page and I'm like, this is not my favorite thing. Yeah. But, like, the story is very good, so yeah. that's a dumb thing to say. But I yeah. get it when you're like, this isn't what I like looking at. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to keep watching it. Yes, absolutely. And there, But there have also been ones that the animation looked really cool and I looked at it ahead of time and then I started watching it and I was like, no. <laughs> This is not the good. Screen, but this story is not. Yeah, awesome. like, this is not good at all. So, so yeah. Chris, do you like more of the story? Like, if that. Is yeah, that I definitely. I feel like I'm less exclusive about the animation <laughs> style or it having to be a particular animation style. I'd much rather. Uh, I wouldn't call myself either of us really like particularly like strong anime fandom people because I think we only like the best animes like I feel like there's certain people out there that I'm like wow that is terrible but people really <laughs> like almost because it's anime and I feel like you know we went through a phase where we didn't watch anime for a long time because it was like okay we watched all the Naruto's and the Bleach and the Death Notes and the Full Metal Alchemist and then I was like okay let's find other ones and then you're like oh these are not so good. Not These are kind of painful to watch. Yeah, yeah, if you are catching up on something that's been around for years, mm -hmm. you can go just across the top, yeah. and then you're like, oh, if I want more, I have to start going yeah. deeper. I don't know yeah. if I no, always like that. Yeah. So I think our like love was rekindled by Attack on Titan. Yeah. We were like, man. holy crap, like, yeah. we're back in it now. This is great. Um, and then started watching more. Yeah, um, and again, now, like, after that Hero Academia out. and a few yeah. other new shows that are actually really great also. Yeah. So it was like we kind of had to step away and give it time for them to, like, rehab some great shows That's to fair. check out. Yeah, because yeah. uh, neither one of us were like, oh, yeah, I really want to watch some high school tennis player and his story arc. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah, I it's like, this. this is the worst thing ever. I get it, though. And then sometimes the older you get, the pickier you are about media. Yeah. So you're like, I don't have that. When you're eight, you can watch TV for a hundred hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all yeah. you do. Well, and so many anime are also set in high school, and I'm like, I am yeah. too old now for that, where I watch it, and I'm like, this, like, I can't Like, another version this. of me would have been way more into this yeah. than I am right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I totally get that. I love all these recommendations. We need to make these into, like, a list. I know. I should, well, so I put together a list 
of book recommendations specifically that I'm going to add to my Tumblr that has been in Oh, yeah, for tell like five everyone years. what your Tumblr is so they can catch so, up. So it's BeccaBnells.tumblr, which is B-E-C-C-A-B-N-E-L-S. Um, and it was inactive for a, like, ridiculous amount of time. Because <laughs> I've had this since I was, like, 18. So it's, like, 10 years yep. old. And I just I got my Tumblr email that was like, happy seventh birthday. I was yeah. like, oh my God, like, oh no. what is happening? Um, so it literally has our Harry, like two sets of pictures from different Harry Potter parties that are pretty great. And then I'm going to add a reading list, but I could also add an anime list and a board game list. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That's perfect. Because um, those are the things we nerd out yeah. about the most. Yeah, I love that. So tell everyone where they can find, like, your Instagram and stuff, too, if they want to check out your other not-so-nerdy but still very cool <laughs> other parts so, of your life. <laughs> our photography is Chris and Becca Boudoir, um, and Chris is C-H-R-I-S, and then Becca has two C's, and Boudoir is how Boudoir is. <laughs> O-I-R for that those. Sounds I was right. going to say, we definitely need <laughs> to spell that out because I was yeah. like, I yeah. think I know. Yeah, and so that's the Instagram and then the website is chrisandbeccaboudoir.com and then I think each of those also link to our wedding stuff because we do weddings. Yeah, which stuff. is also chrisandbeccaphotography.com so yep. whatever the, you know. Yeah, anyone, you, you, yeah there's, a million, like yeah, <laughs> there's a million ways to find There's a million ways to find this. So. <laughs> And we'll link to it all, too. And, like, I link to you guys on Instagram all the time, so it'll yeah. be easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Yeah, thank you. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more episodes, you can subscribe. You can leave us a rating and a review if you want. You can check out our Patreon if you want cool presents from us. Like, you can be my pen pal. You can get stickers and presents. Um, and that's it. Check us out at sartorialgeek.com. Have a great week and stay nerdy. Bye!